Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, and my buzz is brought to you by Hello Buddha and Evan Williams. I'm Ben, and I just uh, consumed 46 grams of protein in my hole. I'm Logan, and I'm just really gay. <laughs> Perfect. This is another gay episode. Awesome. I'm numbering Zach. Right on. And holy shit, we got Logan here. Hello! Uh, what's up, Logan? Now, of course, I know you got a pretty big Insta page. Yeah, it's going well, for sure. Any other plugs you want to get in up here right at the top of the show? I really only use Instagram. I want to start a YouTube channel at one point, so, but I haven't yet. Well, go follow him. He's at One Train Ops. And he Thank posts you. some wild shit. And also, I'm glad you're feeling better from uh, all the shit that happened recently. Oh, yeah. A lot happened, but everything's great. Thank you. Well, glad to hear it, and uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, of course. Thank you. And I went uh, skiing yesterday, so we had to postpone this. So that's a good reason. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you for yeah uh, being flexible on a recording time. You know. Yeah, that's fine. So anyway, customarily, we like to start out here. Um, what what are you drinking tonight? Well, I mean, as everyone thinks I am, I'm obviously drinking alcohol and driving. I'm really not. I'm really not. That's all right, man. No pressure on our ends. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Are you drinking anything? Do you even have water or like a Coke or anything? No, I'm actually not drinking anything for real. Well, damn. Well, don't die on us, please. That's okay. You know, that's the worst case scenario. Yeah, we're all about hydration here, so make sure you're staying well hydrated. Oh, whoever tunes in knows I stay hydrated if you watch the channel. <laughs> For sure. All right, well, Ben, what are you drinking on tonight? Um, I'm just having cold brew because I have to drink later tonight, so I can't, uh, I can't get drunk right now. I'll smoke. That's a really good but reason. I'm going to smoke a little bit, so I'll do that. You know what? There you go. I wish it was easier in New Jersey. It was very easy in Florida. <laughs> really? It was tough I, for me to find weed there. Uh, I mean, I just ended up having a couple friends who always had it, and they always just told me to smoke with them, so that worked out. <laughs> well, there you go. Exactly. I was in Key West. I had to ask Spider-Man about where to buy some <laughs> fucking bush at. All right. Key West might be the reason. Orlando, it's easy. For sure. Okay. Well. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got um, I've got some bud over here. Like I said, I've got some. Uh, what do I got? I'll plug them. Fuck it. It's Hello Buddha. It's a bag of shake I got for super cheap. Yeah. 
We're hooking it up <laughs> for them. And I got some Evan Williams with uh, lemonade and Arizona Arnold Palmer. That sounds fantastic. It's doing real good, and it's strong as fuck. But that's aside from the point. Oh, I'm jealous. I can drink in about a week. I've had to wait for all the medications I've been taking to be able, like a month after I stopped taking them, to be able to drink again. So Makes sense. You want the medicines to work. Exactly. And also not to cause some crazy shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, keep the heart beating, <laughs> keep breathing, all that stuff. That's all pretty important. I guess that's important. Um. So, hey, Ben, you want to take the first news story or you want me to get this one? I'll do it. Um, just because I feel like I've done this before um, in the last few months. So SeaWorld is rumored to be adding another roller coaster. Um. This specifically Orlando and specifically 2021. So, what is a six? Six of them? Man, that's insane. I don't even, I don't even, I lost track. Seems like like all the parks might be adding for 2021 again. Yeah, it does. It's like, I don't know. I guess they're on like a spend. uh, Yeah, Six Flags is pulling a. 2001 was that wasn't it 2001 they went yeah sea world is doing six flags circa 2001 right now yep was it 2001 or two i think it was 2000 i think it was six flags had like a weird three-year stint because i know when like i know in 2001 great america got two rides i think uh that was all the deja vus and then X opened in 2002. It was supposed to be 2001. Oh, X. And then they got, because uh, it was like Goliath. And then, yeah, Goliath. Mm-hmm. Then, no, Scream was 03. That's right. And um, what's it called? Six Flags Worlds of Adventure happened at that time. They installed all those coasters. Oh, yeah, because Villain, <laughs> Villain <laughs> the Superman Impulse Coaster, the X-Flight. Um, and I think maybe one other one. I don't know. But anyway, hopefully SeaWorld doesn't go under because the economy. I got to ride Villain like two weeks before it closed. What, Geauga Lake? Yeah, I, I, I'm so happy I got to go there. That was a fun <laughs> little park. That was great. It was really charming. Did you get on uh, the Big Dipper over there? Oh, I couldn't believe it. It just looked like some basic-ass wedding coaster. And then all of a sudden, it was rough as hell, which I love that. And it had so much airtime. That was a fun-ass ride. It was fantastic. I don't well, even remember R&D. that ride. It, it, so it was it like um, – I, I guess I remember the airtime. I, I don't even remember where I sat. Did that have Buddhist bars? Wasn't it like old trains? I don't remember, but probably. So you've been in the coaster community for a while then, huh? 2002. Okay, for sure. Oh, you're probably, you're, you're around like uh, Ben and I were then, for sure. Yeah, were you on, were you on uh, yeah. TPR when that launched? You mean when TPR was like actually yeah, awesome, for like right? Yeah, like one year. 
Rob was pretty nice for a few years, but then I don't know what happened. Were you like on their forums? I'm never on their forums, but I would check into that website every day. It was so much more interesting yeah. back then. Yeah, totally. Were you uh, were you on any forums around that time ever? No, honestly, Instagram is the first and only thing I really keep up with. Okay. A Screamscape. I always text Screamscape every day. Oh, man. Screamscape's great. It's great. I just wish they would pick up. A lot of the times now they're releasing things like three to four days late. Yeah, I think uh, Lance just waits for a huge batch of news to put anything out. Yeah, of course. But... um. Let's see. Also in the SeaWorld family, Sesame Place is going to be adding Big Bird's tour bus for the 2020 season. That doesn't sound Big Bird's tour bus. Because yeah, it's, it's probably full of like blow and acid and shrooms. Let me fucking tell you about that park. I went in that park and to ride Oscar, obviously, and I thought I was in a fucking nightmare with that music playing the Oh whole my time. god, that's terrifying. <laughs> At one point, there was a freaking cookie monster running at me, and I <laughs> i don't even know what was happening. I was scared shitless. I thought I was pretty sure I actually, like, I'm not even just making this up. Like, I'm pretty sure I had nightmares the next couple nights. <laughs> they should do a Halloween event. Okay, it already is a Halloween event. But I... They don't need to do it. It's just nighttime and they play all the music backwards. Oh my god! Don't <laughs> or like or or like super slow mo, so it's all distorted and deep, creepy. Oh well, I'm gonna have nightmares tonight. Thanks, guys. Ring around the room. Oh, no. <laughs> no. But seriously, though, Big Bird's tour bus. Like, I just think about. I'm only, I don't know. I'm, I'm just really fucked up, but you know, you know, you know where to. I'm going with that, right? I don't want to say it because it's yeah. sensitive. It's a fucking okay. sesame place, so we're not going to go in it, you know. Let's just say it sounds like, it sounds like a day gone wrong. <laughs> it sounds like there's going to be some action happening on that bus. That's what I meant, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> if the wings are a flapping and the bus is a rocking. Ben, while you're on the topic, why don't you get with the next news story? Oh, no. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese has replaced their CEO with former Six Flags executive. Now that's a step down. <laughs> Holy shit. You Definitely. The only serious comments I have is I'm wondering in the next couple of years if I'm going to have to enter Chuck E. Cheese's to credit whore. Oh, yeah. They might get kitty coasters now. I don't want to go in there to get credits. And also yeah. like overpriced beer. You can get beer there. Or are you saying they might, that would be hilarious. If they no, got no, beer no. There. You can definitely get beer there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think they, I think they have like Miller light or Bud light, but yeah, yeah they're in I those like aluminum. It. I think they're, I'm pretty sure they're in those aluminum bottles because do you guys remember that, vi- that yeah. video when people were throwing shit at one of the, actors the Chuck E. Cheese actors <laughs> and like oh god I think someone threw a beer bottle 
No, but that's on my to-do list tonight. What, go to a Chuck E. Cheese? No, watch that video. I'm not going to a damn Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, because it's awkward. Because Chuck E. Cheese, they have, like, the little turnstile to make sure that, you know, kids are accompanied with adults. Um, because they obviously don't allow adults yeah. to go in there. So could you just imagine, like, four gross, like, coaster enthusiast types out front and there's like parents and like kids going in for birthday parties and stuff. It's like, it's like, Hey, can we join your group for five minutes so we can go in and ride this roller coaster? It's going to happen. Please make it so you don't have to ride with the kids. (laughs) People will just like start carrying a birthday card with like a 20 tucked in it. Like, look, we brought a (laughs) gift. What's his name? (laughs) Timmy. Okay. Here. See to Timmy from the coaster guys. (laughs) Oh no! <laughs> Coming within the next five years. <laughs> Jesus. What if they get something sweet though? What if they get one of those like uh, that thing they had at IAPA, where that's like a wheel and it spins as it goes around the the course? Oh, oh yeah, the hamster wheel coaster. What if they do like that uh, water park in Iowa that bought like that? Intamin launch coaster from Leesburg and they I don't get it. How do you just buy it and then realize, oh wait, we don't have enough money to install it? Wait, wait, what happened? This like random water park bought Canonan from Leesburg. Oh shit. Okay. It's sitting in Iowa right now. Yeah. Oh. And they were like at first they were like, We're gonna sell it and you know, mark it up. But then they were like, No, we're actually gonna build it. And then they were like well, we're we're gonna build it when we can. That part, that if they can't build it, that ride is conveniently located near a park where it would fit really well, Adventureland, Iowa. Yeah, yeah. It would fit so well there. I mean, I it always looked like that could be a good indoor coaster. Oh, too, true. Not too big it, or anything. I don't know. Or well, maybe a Chuck E. Cheese will buy it. <laughs> They should or, just put it in like a shed, like a temporary shed, and then just like throw a single strobe light, a single fog machine, and like play Sandstorm on a like one of those like you know Bluetooth speakers, and you're good. Well, what I what I was thinking is that maybe like is there a Chuck E. Cheese in Sandusky? I don't. I, think, uh, I don't know. No, because no, they they have a. They have like you know, there's the Kalahari and there's the Great Wolf or Great Bear and that Maui Sands place, but I don't. Yeah, there's no trick. It's cheese. not a very okay. Shady, perfect then. Like popular area. All right, well then that's perfect. Here's the deal, right? The Six Flags guy is gonna be like, we're opening a Chuck E. Cheese in Sandusky. Now there's rumors that Cedar Point wants to sell Top Dill Dragsters. So, what I'm proposing (laughs) is the first Chuck E. Cheese with a roller coaster. Oh, my God. They just put it in the parking lot. And then, like, right next to the... Yeah, like, right next to the animatronics is the loading station. (laughs) You know, they're like... The band is up there playing... Daylight coming... And then (laughs) in Dragster... Oh my God, what would the re-theme be? Um, roller coaster. Probably. 
Yep. Well, you know, anything could happen. You don't end up at the top of Six Flags for no reason. Oh my god! Yeah, imagine like imagine him. You know, imagine the uh, like going into LinkedIn and updating your profile, and like (laughs) just. Like, it's got to be so embarrassing. It's like, it's like, fuck, I need a job, but this is the only one I'm qualified for. Oh, my God. Well, maybe he was like, maybe he was like um, the CFO or something. And they're like, well, you could be the CEO. You know what, though? I bet Chuck E. Cheese is a better business and makes more money than Six Flags. Hmm. Like, I don't know, man. Family FECs are a fucking gold mine because they're so low cost to operate. And the, like a Chuck E. Cheese has like four employees, four minimum wage employees. It's <sighs> one, it's one subletted place in a mini mall, and it just collects fucking cash. It's like a laundromat. Well, I do remember reading that BuzzFeed article where a quote former Chuck E. Cheese employee unquote said they used to recycle slices of pizza to make a new pizza. I read that like a few weeks ago. I believe it. Okay. Guess, Hey, guess what? Uh, guess the Chuck E. Cheese revenue. Oh God. Uh, 8 million annually. 900 million. annually. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, how many locations do they operate? Um, Actually, but this is funny. The average Chuck E. Cheese salary is approximately twenty thousand a year. <laughs> what does that include? Like people in the offices? I have no idea. No, there's probably so many less people in an office role compared to yeah, the that's true. Working at the okay, so six six hundred units, uh, and they've been around since seventy seven. So. I mean, Damn, well, 900 million annually. I mean, nothing to mess with. They hire very few employees, so I guess. This is the biting uh, business analytics of your favorite coaster sucks here. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Bye, bye, bye. Sell, sell, sell. Fuck Jim Kramer. Okay. And Six Flags, um, was, according to Google, Six Flags uh, annual was only 105. Oh God, that's not oh, good. Damn. So there you go. Chuck well, that's because of membership. Your fares annual. A uh, hundred and twenty-six million. Oh, wow, they're not that far off. Wow. Yeah, but that's one whole park's worth of annual revenue. My God! But Six Flags owns so many more parks. But you got to think that membership loses the money. But you know, whatever. Well, there you go. Maybe you know, maybe going to Chuck E. Cheese is not a bad uh, business jump. Yeah, maybe one day they'll own a roller coaster. <laughs> Doubt it. So, um, police are investigating criminal conduct. At the I Holy have nothing Land experience. to say. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
It's self-explanatory. <laughs> There's nothing needed to be said. Did you know that the Catholic the Catholic Church has already paid out some shit like five trillion dollars in sexual assault? Oh my god! Um, like cases. Or maybe it's a trillion. And that's just the okay, first maybe it's two. five billion. But hold on. All right, let's let's keep talking. I'm gonna look this up. Not that it's I love that this article is after like Sesame Place and Chuck E. Well, Cheese, two places that I scream feel like cause like they cause sexual assault. Man, this episode and then this the episode is gonna have a like a spike in uh viewers or listeners in the like forty five to sixty crowd. Oh. <laughs> what? Uh Okay, well, at least okay. I don't know. I'm trying to. All right. Yeah, let's. Um, well, hey, you want to get that next news? So, Bush Gardens. Yeah. You doing it? Bush Gardens Williamsburg yeah. is rumored to be adding a horrible, shitty Giga Shuttle coaster for 2021. <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh, really weird. What? I will say though, I have a friend who's an engineer, and he knows. So this 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 actually brings up two things. One, he's pretty sure that all of the coasters that have been rumored for 2021 for SeaWorld are real because he said it's very hard to fake those blueprints. And he also said that this one is definitely real, and he said it's going to have the twist at least. So that's yeah. good. I almost wonder if it was like, oh, so instead of adding one giant roller coaster, let's split it up into two. And then as like a capacity measure, which I don't know. I, I kind of like that. If that, I mean, I doubt that's what they're doing, but. The other thing is Intamin does like to do package right. deals. So they sell two coasters, like their individual price of each coaster is a lot cheaper if you buy two. Yeah. I mean, maybe, yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, I don't know. It looks, it looks fun. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a terrain coaster, and I don't know. It's got launches. Why not? It's 300 feet. I hope the launches do more than what is depicted in the video. Yeah. I mean, it looks really similar to the gimmick of Tempesto. <laughs> there. And yeah. like everyone's doing launched bunny hills too now. I just it doesn't they don't. Do I want I I don't see why they don't do more shit like um uh, like vertical spike uh launches like on a wicked or um what's some other ride that does that? You know what I'm saying? Like it just hit just make like a giant uh, vertical launch. Instead of launching horizontally, so that way you don't have to go back and forth, and then you can <laughs> no. save time and increase pass- capacity. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, now they have those tracks where it'll launch back and forth a bunch of times. Hopefully, that Giga Shuttle will at least have a turntable to add have two trains, though. Troll, it'll be one train, <laughs> and that's like a and it's like a four car train too. At least in the video, I think it. I think it was four in the video. It was short, but 
Yeah, mm-hmm. watch it. Watch it be one train. Wouldn't surprise me. It would surprise me. SeaWorld is usually very good about having enough trains. They're just like, we've been buying so many coasters. Whatever. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, Logan, you, you can take that last one if you want to. Great Escape's new ride has been approved by the municipality, and as we all want, it's not going to be a GCI probably for like the tenth time. No, but I think that means that they can build the Adirondack or Adirondack Adirondack, whatever the fuck outlaw ride that they were had already announced. Oh, okay. Well, we talked about this a couple months ago on the show. Um, the town had denied Great Escape there, or like hadn't denied, but they hadn't yet approved, and they were stalling the approval of the ride. Mm-hmm. But of course, Six Flags had already announced it in that video. Typical. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now it's. It has been approved. So that's... Yay! That's what's up. Yeah. There's one other thing that's not actually here that's kind of a low-key announcement today. Did you guys see the Mac Power Loop today? Oh, yeah. That looked awesome. I want that. Dude, it looks great. The original model already looked amazing. (laughs) So I was curious, because in the video, it looks like it it does the loop... And then it comes backwards and it goes through it forward. So there's no like limbs in the loop or I guess maybe it's too hard to tell, but so. I think there might be limbs in between the loop and the spike coming back. Okay. Cause that's what I was wondering. Cause if it doesn't and it's all by gravity, like the lo- the loop backwards would be super intense, which would be really cool. Wait, is there a video of this? Yeah. Okay, I'm looking it up right now. Mac released like eight of like new rides today, and it's at the end of it. I have to look up the title of the video. I think I saw it on Instagram, or someone posted it in the uh, shit posting group too. Hmm. I found their YouTube channel. If you type in Mac Power Loop, it actually does a new video up yesterday that shows the first. The first video is just the Power Loop. Okay. This loop reminds me of Son of Beast because it seems like a bad idea. (laughs) Yeah. But. It's also. <laughs> I just think it's crazy that it's like just crazy that it's it's going to be such a like you're going I in a fucking know. boat. You know what I mean? Like, it's one thing like going through a loop in a single car is already crazy. So like this I is going to be like one giant be boat. Like, I don't know. It's going to be cool. I, I'm. Okay, yeah. It's, yeah, like it doesn't even right look now. right, but Sorry. it looks awesome. Just started. Oh, holy shit.
It really Whoa. does. <sighs> okay, yeah. Never this saw looks that amazing. coming before. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. It's hard to tell if it has limbs in the loop or not. It wouldn't surprise me not if it does, because I could see Mac wanting to like control the speed a little more to make it less forceful. And yeah, definitely less forceful for that for them for sure. Yeah. It looks awesome. Wow. Yeah, that looks crazy. All right, do an inline roll next. Yes. It's time for a fun segment. I love it. Logan, hope you enjoy this one. Yay. It's time for our killer coaster of the week. (laughs) And this week's killer coaster is uh, Lightning Loops, formerly at Great Adventure. Yeah, it's wild. I wonder how they went about adding those extra supports for the higher one. (laughs) That's, oh my God, that's right. Okay, I need to like look at this. Yeah, that ride looked amazing. What year did they tear that out? Oh, I'm so bad at that kind of stuff. 92. 92. 92, okay. Which it, yeah, I remember. Didn't they tear out one before the other? Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Did they run the other one after they tore out one? I think one of them's at Frontier City. Oh, okay. If I'm not mistaken. So, okay, so Six Flags Magic Mountain, um, which was from, oh, okay, so it went to, all right, I guess that's it, Python. Okay, so yeah, one of them went to Six Flags America, and the other one was Torn Outs, I think. Oh, okay. What location in the park was that? Ooh, good question. It's weird. There's only four pictures of it too. If it went, to I can probably park. tell from because it's my home park. I'm gonna look at it. It just looks like a shit ton of trees. Yeah, that might actually. Fun fact about those trees: that park was supposed to be called something like Magic Forest Park or something at first. This is not even like a fake story, and the plan was to have the most like tree covered park in the world, and now it's the complete opposite. Interesting. Okay, so it was so it was that way for a while. Or did I guess they tried to preserve the trees? It looks like they did. Um, to an extent, they had none around the coaster. Um, this is interesting. I can't really. This looks like I can't even tell where this is. Wait, I found Oh, so it's kind of interesting. It looks like they added one of the lightning loops. They like dug out the ground because oh. maybe not. Hard to tell. <laughs> Apparently yeah, a is... root just showed up. Or <laughs> I can't talk. I heard they like sent it out with the restraints open or something. Holy shit. 
Yeah, because uh, they were like just they were like the manual arrow release with the with the stamp. What year did it open? Said, oh yeah, one of them came out in '86, and the other one came out in '92. Okay, let's see. Um, still haven't read this one. It's 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 weird because like I had that in my home park or a, a shuttle loop in my home park for like three and a half, four years, and it's weird how that's the most exciting roller coaster in my city. Like, it's it's fun though. It's it's a fun ride. It's got airtime. What park was that? Darien Lake, or no, not Darien Lake. Uh, Elitch Gardens. Oh, I thought they still have it. You know, yeah, they still do. Um, but I'm saying, like, when I live, I I just moved from there. So, like, but when I was there, that's like the most exciting roller coaster to ride. That's really sad. I actually heard that people run to the SLC when they get there. Yeah, because that's the I think that's the most popular one. <laughs> so funny. Wow. <laughs> I can't. I'm not gonna lie though, like I got every time I went to that park, I actually got a little excited to ride the SLC. Because it was, you know, it's a ride with inversions and I don't know. I would look at it all day, like every day. You know, but I was like, I'm not going to go to Eulage. And then you get in there, it's like, actually, I kind of want to ride. I'd rather go to Lakeside. (laughs) I mean, yeah. By the way, like, if you ever go back there, go to Lakeside after 10 p.m. or like just super late on a weekend. Past 10. Um, Yeah, sometimes they stay. They like run till. I mean, I don't know if they've done it in the last year or two, but like, sometimes that park is open till 1 a.m., 2 a.m. It depends oh God, how busy awesome. it is. Hey, Logan, um, I uh, got an answer for you. What's that? I Lightning Loops was located, looks like, do you know where Roaring Rapids was located in the park? Yeah, of course. Like, It was right next to that. Oh, wow. That makes sense. Yeah, so there we go. Yeah, Google. So lightning loops. Yeah, great adventure. Whatever else. I, I got Yay. so caught up People in that. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Aero shuttle loops are awesome though. And Schwarzkopf ones are too. Mm. Bring it back with a Mac shuttle loop. Yeah. It's gonna happen now. We just saw it. That would be awesome. <laughs> Could you imagine if Intamin was like, yeah, shut if, if Perilous Plunge was, well, like if Perilous Plunge was still open, uh, then Intamin's like, oh, you want us to add a loop to Perilous Plunge? Yeah, we'll add loop. <laughs> oh my god, I rode Perilous Plunge and it had the strongest moment of ejector I've experienced to this day. That ride was awesome. Yeah, it was an, I got. Yeah, crazy. I know why they added shoulder restraints after I rode it. They needed it. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Could you imagine that shit with just a T-bar? Well, I see why someone fell off. Speaking of rides killing people. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know you know what the theme is. 
So um, we got an un- another fun segment here. Oh, God. It is time for the Disney Minute. The Disney Minute. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Gonna go get our tickets and head to Disneyland. We're back at the happiest place on earth. Disneyland. Welcome, everyone. I'm here today at Disneyland. Today we are going to talk about things we wish we'd known before we went to Disney World. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Thank you. A man removed the sword from the stone at Disneyland. Disneyland is premiering a new parade on February 28th. FastPass Plus has been added to Smuggler's Run at Hollywood Studios. The Disney Minute. And that's how it's done. That's the Disney Minute. So uh, we're going to forego our typical listener questions segment because, of course, we have our guest. Uh, But y'all can send us your questions on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com. Or, of course, call or text. Leave us a voicemail or text us at 312-572-9552. Were all these questions asked for me? Uh, well, these next couple were, and then oh, okay. the rest How's... of them are ones we had for you. Oh, perfect. So we asked some listeners, you know, if they had any questions for you, and here's what we got. So, uh, f- Ben, you want to trade off on these? Yeah, sure. Cool. So friend of the show, Airtime Mike, he wants to know, why do you love Voyage so much? And he also wants to know, about your international road trips and which coasters you're most looking forward to. All right, Mike. Well, obviously the reason I love Voyage so much and it's my number one is because every time I hit the break run, there's a Popeye's chicken sandwich at the end. (laughs) (laughs) But in all seriousness, it has everything. It has strong positive forces. It has airtime. It has all varieties of different airtime. It has laterals. It has speed. It has length. And it's even huge for a wooden coaster. And it has a perfect amount of roughness to it. It's just the absolute perfect coaster in the most perfect location that provides the best night rides in the world. And I don't think anything is ever going to beat it for me. I like the answer. For sure. I'm with that. It's an amazing yeah. ride. Yeah. There's just nothing wrong with it at all. And in terms of the international road trips... Oh, God. So this year is a big year for international road trips because I'm trying to get to 999 credits this year. Holy shit. So, what are you at right now? 756. I'm riding a lot this year. God damn. So I'm doing a Europe-Dubai trip, which is flights are already paid for. So that's going to be fantastic. And... I'm going to um, Paris. Oh, yeah. So Tonnerre de Zeus reminds me a lot of Old Ghost Rider, but on crack. So Old Ghost Rider is one of my all-time favorite woodies. And I miss it so much to the point where I can't even appreciate new Ghost Rider. 
Um, Ooh, it's really good, but I loved Old Ghost Rider too. It was rough as hell, but it had so much more airtime, and it was so much more laterals. Yeah, I'm. Af- that's why I'm like kind of afraid to ride the new one myself because the old one was just so fucking good. I'll tell you, you should be afraid because if you can take some roughness, you're gonna hate the new one. I hate it. Yes. Oh no. So I'm. I like to basically be in like car accidents when I ride roller yes, coasters. Yes, me too. Like, That's my favorite. If you look at like my yeah. top ten coasters, all of them have hurt me. Yeah. No. I. I agree. I agree. Like Magnum is my number one because I've ridden it so many oh, times. Trimless. Cool. I've gotten fucking bruises and shit on my body, and it's great. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, <laughs> do you have any scars? Because I I have two like scars from like my top five favorite rides. Um, I have permanent scars from Sky Rush's restraints on my thighs. That's yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially for tall people, like it sucks. I'm assuming you're tall. I'm six foot. Yeah, so I'm pretty tall. Yeah, that ride like fucking kills you. But I love that ride so much. All right. But other international coasters are, um, Expedition G Force. I'm looking forward to. Um, oh yeah, that looks. Great. Oh my god, that looks like it has the best first drop ever. And then, obviously, Formula Rosa for the world's fastest launch. Um, and right next to it, Flying Aces looks like an amazing Intamin Hyper. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's so bizarre, but it looks really fucking fun. It does. It really does look amazing. And, and like it's, it's weird, too, because like when you look at pictures of it, it almost looks like it's a model because of like how flat and how big the land it's on. And how it's it's basically like on concrete, I think. Yeah, it's crazy. It's such a big like sp- like sp- uh, <laughs> plot of land. It's wild how uh, that that whole place is just like unreal that it's built. Yeah, it looks awesome. And then there's also <sighs> Nemesis and. Smiler. I Oh yeah. totally. Yeah, they look fantastic. Um what else? There's also going to be oh Karen and the new newly opening fly. Yeah, that looks so it good. It looks the whole park what? could be anyone. What is number one? What's fly? Oh, oh, fly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. They started testing it a few days ago. Oh, shit. yeah. So looks like it's going to open. Oh, and also the other, um, I don't know if you guys have included in your news stories, but that coaster at Ferrari land that's been sitting there for years is opening in two weeks. Apparently. What? Holy shit. Wait, which one? The dynamic SFX coaster. Wait, which one? 
Exactly. The red, it was all you could really see was like two red, like one red track where it would come out of the wall, do a corkscrew, a turn, and then another corkscrew. And that's like all you could really see of it. So apparently it's going to have a vertical drop track in there too. Oh, weird. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so I'm looking at pictures of Fly again. And it's and it's progress mm-hmm. and it looks pretty great. It is probably going to be like the most honestly, it might compete with Flying Dino for like the most intense flying coaster. Yeah, because New Vacoma has been doing pretty good, so I would say more than pretty good. All of them look like some of the top coasters in the world. They went from they went from zero to hero in like mm-hmm. a minute. And they didn't steal another person's track this time. <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, friends of the show from the Drunk Riders, mm-hmm. Mark, uh, Marcus wants to know what podcast, if any, you listen to. So, I don't listen to any podcast specifically because I prefer more visuals personally. I do watch. Some YouTubers, I'm not very good at keeping up with it. I'm more so all about, like, you know, planning trips, watching POVs and that kind of stuff. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, thanks for being here. (laughs) Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, I don't actually have to listen. I get to talk. So that's definitely more of interest, you know. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's the guest duties exactly i just want to confirm ben you're still here right okay yeah. good hit. um so amtrak northeast one wants to know your opinion oh. on this power loop power loop this you know one. we talked about it <laughs> I sent you the thing. Yeah, we talked about well, it. So if you listened previously, we all went, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, Ben. Yeah. The Coaster Clown wants and asks, <laughs> asks what your favorite Californian roller coaster is. So the general consensus usually seems to be X2 or Twisted Colossus. For me, it's X2 for sure. But X2 is like my number five overall coaster, and Twisted Colossus is my number nine overall. I'm a huge fan of that park. Yeah, man. Magic Mountain's awesome. It's Every time I go there, I feel like I've entered a whole new world. I feel like I entered heaven. Especially since I'm so high every time I go there. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, I see. It's interesting. I should have to. I should retry Twisted Colossus because I actually had. I didn't have a bad experience on it. I just didn't find it uh, very fun or like crazy to make it top ten or top twenty. But everyone else seems to have. It's my favorite IMC. Interesting. I wonder if I just had a really shitty ride on it. Mm. It didn't feel slow. I don't know. Well, maybe I was like, I wonder, hungry or something. I find it to have some of those violent ejector out there. I really like that ride, and it dueled both times I rode it. 
which is dope. Yes, I've got I'm I have good luck with duels. And also I know a lot of people don't like the double lift, but every time I'm going up that second lift, I think to myself, holy shit, we get to ride another amazing ride. It's like you get to ride two and one. Right. Yeah, no, it's a really good ride. Yeah, it's amazing. Like I think I mean the double lift is is also better than I'm assuming what that uh what is that that pit stop on West Coast Racers? Because I'm because I'm hearing that sometimes it takes like you're sitting there for a yeah. minute or two. Yeah, because they can, they can only physically launch together. That's how it's designed. So you actually can't have one train ops on that ride. They have to have two physical trains working. <laughs> Interesting. How, how many does that one run uh, total? Four. It runs three, and they have a fourth. Okay. Well, uh buddy of ours, Mikey Mayo, wants to know what's the park with the worst operations? Alright, well with with me when it comes to operations, I think about does this park need good operations? What are the crowd levels and how are they doing with those crowd levels? The worst operations that piss me off so much are Knott's Berry Farm. I can't stand it. I <laughs> Ghost Riders line is two hours and everyone goes, this park is so freaking crowded all the time. No, it's not. They can't get a train out more than every seven fucking minutes. It's yeah, horrible. they are pretty damn. Slow. Oh, good. It's that. And it's that. It's that it's, bad. I mean, I've heard people say it's gotten better. I can't say because I haven't been there in a year. But every time I hear people say it's getting better, either. It's not true, or I'm just hitting a bad day every time. And I mean, it, it wasn't quite that bad when I was there yeah. day after Christmas, but it wasn't like it was great. That's that's sure. probably be- also because, like it, like that's the one week where it's so guaranteed to have crowds. I feel like true. They were kind of forced to work faster. <laughs> Yeah, and even uh, when we were at the park, I mean, I guess that was 10 years ago, so not relevant, but that was, you know, the best day I've ever had at the park. And it was, I'm assuming it was just because of the event, though. Yeah, probably. Was Did you go event. to West Coast Bash? The Coaster Solace. Oh, okay. Because, like, Accelerator is down for months, and they had it taken off of the event and stuff and we were there and it randomly was testing and they opened it oh okay accelerator is another one they run terribly they should have two trains and they just don't they take so long to send out a train yeah but yeah they only had one train and one was like completely done when i was there i really don't like that park <laughs> that's fair so Ben go ahead with the uh, first of our questions alright well what's the worst roller coaster you've been on Iron Wolf and I'm talking about when it was Iron Wolf at Six Flags Great America it's definitely improved since then I don't know about Firebird but I actually came off in 2008 with my ears physically bleeding 
Damn. I thought I was going to lose my hearing. It was horrifying. I guess like, I guess that ride really was pretty bad, but I guess we were just a little biased because it was at our home park for so long. But yeah, yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it just sucked too. It was like boring. Yeah, and, and rough. I don't even mind roughness. I like, I loved when I rode Sun Beast. Like, I I like all the other stand-ups out there. Well, except for Shockwave at King's Dominion. Yeah, boo. boo. But the well, yeah. I mean, that ride did suck. But I guess I never had a ride that bad on it. I get you. All right, so what's like the worst media day or enthusiast events opening day kind of experience you've had? All right, so believe it or not, I haven't been to any media days. I've actually been invited to quite a few. I just, it's really hard because they're on weekdays, but I've been to actual opening days. Um, honestly, more opening days were bad than good. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Steel Vendor's yeah. opening day was horrendous however the i went to the hoedown and that went really well i don't know if you guys know about the hoedown no what's that no what's that it was the week before that they let people ride at once and you got invited for free if you grabbed a ticket in time oh wow oh okay okay yeah it was fantastic but we all know why i don't have to explain the seal vengeance one was pretty bad but at least that one opened that day. When I went to Joker opening day, a great adventure, like God knows why there are people that flew across the country for opening day of that. But there were people like some people in theme park review and Clint Novak. I really don't know why they came out for it, but we got there and they were like, yeah, it's not going to open like 10 minutes before it was supposed to open. Damn. And I was like, God damn it. I just want my new credit at the park already. Did it even test? Yeah, there was testing before. But like everyone was standing there for like an hour. I don't even think it was like 10 minutes before. I think we were just standing there like, why haven't they dropped the rope for this ride yet? Like, why are we standing here and it's supposed to be open? Um, Twisted Timbers went really well. That barely had any breakdowns. And... Nice. Wasn't that crowded, especially on the Sunday of opening weekend? Those are really the only opening days I've been to, honestly. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, yeah, I don't I don't think it's ever worth to go ride at opening day. Just wait at least a week. The thing the, so it, you know it depends on the park for me. The thing is like I am thinking about going to Orion opening weekend because I've been to Kings Island so much that I don't care how long the line is and I've ridden everything there so much. And I know if I go opening weekend, I'm going to meet a lot of enthusiasts. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It depends. Well, they're having the pass holder preview. I think the day before. Yeah. And literally everyone actually see Kings Island is the country's largest season pass fan base over Disney over universal. And so it's going to be very crowded. It's so weird. Yeah, that's fucking... Yeah, Ohio is fucking weird. There's, like, nothing to do, I guess. Or just that region of the state's even worse. I don't know. 
And Cincinnati is such an affordable area with so many people that it's just, and like, since there's, it's a like usually in like areas like that, it's not very good economy, but that's like one of the rare ones where Cincinnati is a very good economy and there's no other amusement park really near it. That's that's, that's that major. So, so many people get season passes. Which, like, you know, it's it's interesting how maybe that's why they didn't really give a shit that they didn't build it 300 feet or, like, not a giga. Because it's like, they're like, you know what? You people are going to ride it no matter what the fuck we build. So we're just going to save, like, $2 million and make it 15 feet shorter. But you know what? Who cares what the height is? I care about the drop. Like, Oblivion at Alton Towers is 65 feet, but it has a 180-foot drop. Which one matters to you? Oh right. I mean Yeah. I'm not I'm not that really bent out of shape about it not being a giga. Oh I know. I it's like, more fun to make fun of it. Oh yeah. yeah, it's fun. Unless people are calling it onion, which is the worst joke in the world. See <laughs> I kinda find it funny only because of the Photoshop. The first one that was pretty good. Okay, the but Photoshop was funny, but I'm saying when people think it's funny just to say onion and nothing else. Oh that oh that's a thing now. What do you expect from? You know what? I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Go ahead. We can edit. The coaster thing. <laughs> what, what would you expect from 14 year olds? Oh, that's true. Well, yeah, of course. That's like uh, when I was there in October, there was these like two, they kind of reminded me of like myself when I was 14. Just these like two kind of like young gay teens that were like aspiring coaster kids and they were just like talking about rmc and they were like yeah they should do this and they should do that and like rmc is better than intamin and it was just really fun (laughs) but they were definitely like from the area yeah 14 year olds ohio all right well i actually you know what? I, I just thought of a new interview question that I think could be asked a lot. So just you should explain like your home parks. So like what your current home park is and like any ones of your past. So it's very interesting because Great Adventure is definitely the home park that I've had the most, but honestly, it's switched for me before. So the three most common home parks for me are Great Adventure. That's an hour and a half from me. Hershey Park is two and a half hours. And um, Dorney is an hour and a half, but I just don't go there enough. And the other one is, what the hell? Why can't I think of this? Oh, Lake Compounds is an hour and a half away. And there have been, like in 2017 I went to Lake Compounds like seven times because I just had a boulder dash fetish I guess which I still have it it's awesome um yeah I, it's like my number one still oh it's boulder dash is your number one it, it's I put it up there because I wrote it in 2000 or when was that in like the early 2000s. Oh, okay. And so, like, I, I've, like, loved it ever since. Yeah, it's an amazing ride, especially at night. So, like, 
this year is not going to be a big year for me for like compounds because we're getting Jersey Devil and we're getting Candemonium. So this year is going to be one of those years where I get a Hershey Park season pass and go a lot. All right. Seems like a good East Coast problem to have multiple home parks to choose from. Well, you would think that's a problem until, like I did, you move to Orlando and you have to spend $1,500 on Ooh. season passes. Damn. <laughs> well worth it, though. But still. <laughs> that's with Disney, right? So, yeah, Disney was like 500 I bought the highest tier of Universal they have this express after four pass for $600. So you get to skip the lines every day after 4 PM. Um, so it was, and I went all the time. Islands of adventure is my number one park in the world. And it was just so worth it. That's awesome. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. So that's, so like, is there any like day cap number for skipping the like when you go and skip the line with that so yeah you can only do one ride per day but the thing is like but the thing is there's so many good rides that you never you're never even able to do all them even with even with express you never run out of things to do okay have you been on hagrid's yeah hagrid's is fantastic um I do think people do like it more for me. The reason being is I think I was very spoiled by Tron before I rode Hagrid. I got to ride Tron in March of 2019. And I think it's much better than Hagrid. So is like Tron a really good ride or is it just better than Hagrid? Both of them are really good rides, but Tron is a tier above it. Like Tron is one of the greatest experiences I've had in my life and like wait what how like from tron i guess i don't really know much about the ride i saw the pov but it doesn't look like it does much it doesn't matter you for like like first off it does have a pretty decent forces the launch is much more powerful than you expect especially because it's at disney i was very thrown off by how powerful that launch was and the effects are just so ridiculous that they make it feel much faster than you're actually going. Okay. Damn. Well, I mean, it does look really cool. And I mean, it's really cool that there's going to be one in Florida next year. I'm ecstatic about it. It's going to be amazing. So speaking of Florida, especially with Hagrid's, what's the longest you've ever waited in line? What ride was it for? And was it worth it? It was for Hagrid. And it was all my friend's fault. I'm calling you out, Hunter, if you're watching this. (laughs) So my friend Hunter was very, very nervous about not getting on it, despite the fact that it's been running very consistently well now. It has minimum breakdowns and it, was like that pretty much at the time I took him, but he insisted we go on it first, even though I told him it's going to be a three and a half hour line at first, and then it's going to be two hours later. And guess what happens? We pass it, and he goes, oh, it's an hour 45. We should have done it later. I was like, really, bitch? Really? <laughs> oh, goddamn. 
<laughs> so yeah, that happened. But that even those don't seem really like that crazy from what it sounded like for a while, where people were doing like six hours for it. Yeah, in the first week, the wait was 10 hours. And I don't know if you guys know this, but people were passing out and starving in line because the only thing that they were selling were $8 water bottles and $9 hot dogs. Woodstock 99. Oh, sure. (laughs) How the fuck were the $8? Because I'm pretty sure you could buy a regular bottle at like a stand for three or four. Because they took advantage of the fact that you couldn't leave the line. The second day. So they like like legit just marked it up. They just marked it up and at like, they, they, it's my favorite part, but they were being complete assholes that day. And starting on the second day, they learned their lesson from all the complaints and people literally fainting. And they, allowed people to this day to get out of line and get back in line. And they actually have employees that walk around the ride queue just to make sure that fights do not break out when people are trying to cut back to their spot. Wow. Oh, so you're saying like if, if like part of a, like one person in the group leaves and they try to get back. in? Yeah. They, it's actually one of the few rides. If, the, not the only one that I know that they let you leave the line to go to the bathroom or get food or a drink, and they say just go back to your group after. Okay. Well, what they could do is if they're if they're already like patrolling the queue, they should like give you a car, you know, like a card, almost like a hall pass, you know, so you could like just like show that. Oh, this is Hagrid's hall pass. Yeah, they should have that. You would think it's <laughs> <laughs> it's good for Hogwarts. It would, you would think it would be that simple, or, but I guess they maybe maybe they maybe, have by now. But or they could do the Six Flags Great America um, thing where they they used to, I mean they probably did it at other parks. They used to have this like in, <clears throat> industrial like paper stack of prints of like tickets. So then you would like get a ticket with a number on it, and then you had to show it when you got to the station. And then it has to be like in the exact order. Ooh, that sounds like a capacity so like, nightmare at all. It was usually pretty cool because oh. they usually like, yeah, like they had they had a person at the entrance, then a person right in front of the station or like the fast lane. So mm-hmm. you just would like give it to them and walk forward. It, it actually didn't. Yeah, and it didn't. Or it just mattered only if it was like way off, because that's how they catch line jumpers. Yeah, of course. If it's within the same, like, you know, 100 or whatever, it's fine. But beyond that, then, like, yeah. Um, But, yeah, so the other thing that they could have done is, I don't know if you guys know, they actually installed a bathroom in Avatar a few days ago, a few weeks ago at Disney because someone accidentally peed on someone else. Wow. <laughs> Was this a fetish thing or oh no, okay. <laughs> Hopefully not. I'm guessing that they weren't happy with it and that's why they installed the bathrooms, but you never know. I'm guessing it was a mom holding up a kid <laughs> and then like having having her like six year old daughter like try to hold like a cup 
Oh my like, god. That would happen at Disney. Gentlemen, I'm about to take a dab while Ben asks you the next question. <laughs> Alright, sounds good. Oh you got you got you got concentrates now? Yeah, I got a live rosin. Okay. Uh what's the best dragon wagon you've been on? Or kitty coaster or just Well Yeah. Little shit. Uh, I feel like it's bad that I know this answer right away. Um, the best dragon wagon I've ever been on was the one that's at um crap, what's the name of the park? It's in New Jersey actually. Um I can't remember, I gotta look it up. But the best kitty coaster I've ever been on is probably the little dipper at Kwasi because it has legit airtime. Is is uh what's what's that? Is that the gravity group? No, Little Dipper is just the other random kitty coaster there. I wouldn't consider I would consider that oh, one more of like a family thrill coaster. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But the best um dragon wagon I've ever been on. What the fuck? I don't know. Let me just look it up really quick. It's actually at the worst the the most sketchy park I've ever seen in my life, Blackbeard's Cave. It's actually... Where is that? I think I remember hearing about that park, but the name alone... So it's a park that's run by a restaurant. They have 15 kiddie rides, and they have one employee that can run all 15. Oh, my God. And... This dragon wagon was the only dragon wagon I've been on that had an actual moment of airtime. That's why I remember it being a good dragon wagon, I guess. I feel like we heard someone else say that too, or at least mention. Yeah, if you sit in the back, you got a legit pop of ejector, and then you got laterals on the helix. It was fun. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, have you ever asked a ride operator out? No, but I got close to... I was in Ohio for a couple of months before I went to Florida, and me and a ride operator, which I won't disclose who, were seeing each other for about a month until I moved. Um... He was hitting me, hitting on me at a said roller coaster, and we ended up just starting to see each other. Um, I definitely hit on a ride operator at Great Adventure, who I also won't mention, but we're now best friends and we hang out pretty often. It's not Ryan. <laughs> not Ryan. I was just about to say. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, sounds like a, a qualified yes. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's good enough. <laughs> oh, so um, I, I had a question. Fuck, I not on the not, not on the list. Just right. a random one. Oh, okay. So, like, what are your like, what are some of your, 
I mean, in your opinion, like the roughest rides you've been on and like whether they were good or not? So I think 99% of the ones that I'm going to say are some of the roughest rides. I, I actually, some of my top coasters. So the Raven turn on X2 on a bad day is one of my favorite things ever. Um, yeah, it's good. Especially like in the back. Um, if you're in the back no, the it's so good. It actually hurts, but it's amazing. And then <laughs> once I, once I like landed on the crotch, yeah, that's okay. happened to me. That's With, that's that's head. when like the one time that it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> um, as mentioned before, old Ghost Rider, freaking amazing. And then I thought Son of Beast was amazing. Yeah, like before, before or after the. Loop? I wrote it after, but. I can't even imagine how much I would have loved it with the loop. Oh, I wrote it with the loop, but it was awesome. Yeah, it was fantastic. I just I just loved the idea of being on a hyper wooden coaster. It was so cool. And Yeah, it was just, yeah, it was just that first drop was like literally the longest feeling first drop ever, which I was a huge fan of. Yeah. And, like, especially because it did that, like, giant turn. Yes, I, I loved that giant turn. I was It was so cool because you also got great views up there, too. Yeah, that ride was awesome. I, I miss it. I don't know if I like that or Banshee more. Banshee's not fun. Oh, I personally love Banshee, but... Like- See, I like I like I like Banshee, and I made sure I ride it, rode it at night and stuff. But um, I just wish it was more forceful. That's why I love it. I think it's so forceful. Maybe I maybe I just rode it shitty time then. Off the that's because that's another one I hear like really kind of conflicting. That's definitely one of on. the most conflicted coasters ever. Seriously, yeah, because I rode it back row daytime, front row nighttime. And neither time did I really feel much of anything. There definitely have been times I felt it way more than others. I'll say that. It's definitely temperamental. Hey, I'm going to mute to take a call quick. Okay. I'll just keep going. So, um, back to that other thing. If you did date someone working at a theme park and it came with benefits associated with what department they worked in. Like if they worked in foods, you get free foods. If they worked in rides, you could cut the line, you know, that type of thing. (laughs) What department would you choose to date in? Um, I would choose probably to do it in rides and hopefully be associated with a it's a hard question i mean um you know the funny thing is it honestly depends on the park like if i went to knobles all food for sure well let's say it's based off of where you're living so your home adventure okay um where you're going to get the most benefit out of it and most reasonably date somebody, you know? I would like, well, 
I'm definitely old enough at this point that I do want to date someone that's making a reasonable amount of money. So um, it would definitely have to do be some sort of like upper supervision, which can probably get me benefits in like every aspect of the park, honestly. Totally. I mean, why would you want just one department when you can get all of them, you know? So like, the park president or something? Hmm, they're always too old. <laughs> um, I don't... As much as I've been to parks, I'm not super familiar with, like, all of the roles. Like, um, maybe, like, an operations supervisor. They're in charge of all of the area supervisors. So... They're basically in charge of looking after everything, such as food and the rides. All right. Well, uh, so in your experience, what park has the most overweight guests? It's definitely Holiday World. Holiday World resides in Indiana. And the reason I mention that is because I remember the first time I went to Indiana, I went to Wendy's. And I remember saying, hi, I'd like to get this meal with a medium fries and a small Coke or something. I remember them saying, oh, we only serve larges here. And I was like, holy shit, the fuck. And this happened. This ended up happening since then multiple times. I'm considered I'm just assuming it's just an Indiana thing. I don't know why you can only get a large Coke, large fries. It's so weird, though. World for sure. <laughs> you know, um, we've had a guest propose to us before that there may be a correlation between how rural a park is and how large the clientele is. I can imagine for sure because I mean, the more rural it is, the less there is to do. What else? What else to, is there to do besides eat when you're bored? Eat, fuck, meth. <sighs> Yeah, fuck if you can find someone within five miles. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. All those, um, all the, like, shows that were, like, when 16 and Pregnant was still a thing and, like, Teen Mom, all all those girls seem to be from the South. Yeah. Or from, like, rural areas. But... <laughs> You know, yeah, I just think that's definitely the most rural area I've been to, also. So I can agree with that. So, you know, Holiday World totally fits that. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, of course. It, it fits that in every way, shape, and form. Because I also think of like Dollywood and Silver Dollar City. Okay, yeah. I do think it definitely stands out the most at Holiday World, but I can totally agree with that. And then, of course, just for obvious reasons, like Disney World. Oh, yeah. Like, but like Holiday World, of course, too. The Part of the reason you see a lot of big guests at Disney World is that they're actually just alone. A lot of locals who go just for the food. <laughs> well, I figure it's like the most visited park in America. So there's visitors from not just all over America, but all over the world. So like yeah, percentage course. wise, 
it's just going to have the most overweight people. Yeah, but ratio-wise, it's definitely Holiday World. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Holiday World. Um, so what's the most overrated roller coaster? Hmm. It's hard to say because a lot of the times, like over time, you hear different opinions, but I would say overall Superman, the ride, just because of how much I hate it. I've never (laughs) had a ride have so much airtime yet the restraints are so bad that you don't feel any of that airtime. Damn, really? And I'm one to get the most room possible on any coaster ever, like any coaster in any way possible. I will loosen the seatbelt. I'll keep my restraint as high as I can and just can't feel anything on that ride. I don't know. Um... Also, definitely, I don't understand how anyone in this world likes Cheetah Hunt or Fahrenheit. <laughs> Ugh, they're so boring. Well, Fahrenheit was kind of fun, but I, I, I wrote it, you know, shit, the year it opened. Which one again? Fahrenheit. I never liked it one bit. I did ride it the year it opened too. I've won every year for like the past 10 plus years. I just don't. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, it's not, it's not Maverick. Maverick's pretty overrated to me too. Well, I almost, I'm almost curious to hear what you think of my all-time favorite. Is that Maverick? No. Hmm. It's Millennium Force. Well, in a few weeks, I'm getting my first tattoo, and it's a Millennium Force tattoo. <laughs> oh, snap. So. I've been thinking about getting one, too. It's actually, yeah, I mean, Millennium Force, just like, this is going to sound so stupid, but it's not my favorite coaster. It's still in my top 20 overall after everything I've written. And that doesn't even necessarily matter. It's just like so much fun. It doesn't do good. It's so good. It doesn't necessarily do as much as a lot of coasters do, but there's just something that's so perfect about it. And I personally think that it's the most important coaster ever built. I think a lot of people say Magnum, but to me, Millennium Force was more important. Well, I mean, I think the 2000s saw a lot more expansion coaster-wise than the 90s did from Magnum. (sighs) Exactly. That's like, that's a huge part of it. And like, Seeing that 300 foot, like 80 degree drop that wasn't a dive coaster, like it took, it was like the first drop that was like so steep that took forever to reach the angle. It really showed what you can do with like sustained airtime, even though the rest of the ride really isn't like that. But it's definitely the ride that's brought the most emotion to my life and me. 
it's like it does a little bit of everything. And it does it all not perfectly, but pretty well. It it does. And far from the most airtime ever, far from the strongest forces, except the beginning is one of the most forceful parts of any coaster ever. Right. It's not the fastest. It's not the tallest. It's not the most airtime. But it does all three of those things really well. You know, you feel like you're really high up. You feel like you're going really fast. And you do get a couple good moments of airtime. Yeah, and it's just like you it just proves like you don't always have to do the strongest of everything to be good. Like those camelbacks on a good day provide like four seconds of floater and Personally, in my life, I would take that over the pops of ejector at the end of Magnum. I know that would hurt Ben, but. Uh, well, that's all right. He's not here to defend it. <laughs> I love sustained airtime in any form. Well, I'm glad you think Millennium Force is pretty awesome, too. Uh, pretty awesome is insulting. That ride is way more than pretty awesome. Well, that's my all-time favorite. I haven't been on as many coasters as you. I'm at mm-hmm. 446. That's still a shit ton for that to be your number one. It clearly says something about it. Yeah, so, I mean, I I agree so far that nothing has beat it in all of that. I respect that so much. I actually have a friend named Tyler who feels the exact same way about it. But I also feel like, I mean, like, yeah, it's strong to have your favorites and that's really what matters because after a certain point with counting coasters, it is kind of a whose dick is bigger contest. (laughs) I get what you mean. It's like, like, you know, yeah, we've all been on a lot. We've all wasted a lot of money going on kiddie coasters and, uh, of course, (laughs) You know, it's like the favorites are the ones that really matter. Yeah, of course. Like there's more than just doing the elements the best and being the strongest. Like, I mean, I'm trying to think of like a really good example. Like, I don't know. Well, I mean, I think Millennium Force is amazing. Yeah, and part of that reason is because of how long I've actually held on to that ride. Like, I actually did hate it in the middle of me loving it the first time and the second time. (laughs) I don't really know why. (laughs) Hmm. Well... I've always loved that ride. I don't see that stopping unless I get like some unprecedentedly unprecedentedly shitty ride for some reason. Eh, that doesn't even matter. It just happens sometimes. I don't ever take that in consideration. So uh, speaking of gigas, Orion, is it a giga or not? Oh my God. I don't know. I'm going to go back to an example that I used prior is 
Oblivion a family coaster because it's 65 feet tall and has a 180 foot drop? Are you really going to outweigh the 180 foot drop with a 65 foot tall lift hill? No. The drop is what matters. It's a giga. Okay. And for anyone who wants to get super, super technical with all the, the, the people that get really annoying on the internet, it's 300.9 feet. In the winter, it's going to shrink six inches to 300.3 feet. So it's always going to be a giga. <laughs> I swear to God, I've seen this debate before. So even accounting for shrinkage, are you nerds out there? Like literally. And this was before they announced the 300.9. Like people thought it was 300. So they were going, it's going to be 299.6 in the winter. I'm like, whoa. Fun fact. Oh, wow. That is just beyond extra. Fun fact. Millennium Force is actually 308 feet high with a 299 foot drop. They rounded it for the stats. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's it. just fun to it's just fun to push people's buttons, you know. I know, but it's so also so weird when you see people actually getting angry about it and literally defending it to the point of comparing summer versus winter. It's ridiculous. Well, it just makes me think of that fucking episode of Seinfeld where he's like, I was in the pool. There was shrinkage. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So that's hysterically dumb. I hadn't heard that dumbass argument, but. Yeah, yeah. we're all two different things, especially with like a pretty big Instagram following, considering there's like. A lot of younger people on it. You see some pretty dumb shit on there. <laughs> Winter coasters versus summer coaster hikes. I can't. Like, oh god! Like, please stop. Oh yeah, I don't have the time. I don't so, have. Um, time. That's that's a horror story of its of its own. But do you have any buffet horror stories? Um. That's an interesting one. I think I've been very lucky with buffets. I've heard a lot of stories, but I don't think I've really gotten sick at a buffet before in my life. Except I can tell you about something that happened in Florida. Actually, yeah, this is kind of a horror story because we were freaked the fuck out. It has nothing to do with the food. So me and my friend Esther, a few months ago, right before I came back home, went to CeCe's Pizza, which is a pizza buffet in Florida. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I liked it. There's pizza here in pizza. Illinois, too. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't know it was outside of here. But we saw this, like, lady laying in all white clothes with a straight jacket on the floor. And we were like, okay, oh that's my weird. God. And then she was just laying down on the bench. And then and you, as if you, well, I walked over and looked closer, her arms and her legs were bleeding out. Oh, my God. So we were like, oh, my God, this lady is probably coming from a mental hospital. Or she escaped fucking jail. And... We did find out that she actually did escape a mental asylum. And oh, what? So 
we could have all been in danger then. We, I saw the police come and take her out, and she was trying to bite them when they were taking her away. Holy shit. Dude, the way she looked was like gashes that like people create in over-exaggerated horror movies. They were horrifying. That's insane, dude. Yeah, they probably took her straight to the hospital. Bath salts. Not the mental hospital, the real hospital. <laughs> yeah, right? Dude, it was terrifying. And she would every once in a while just spaz out and make like a really loud growling noise and scared the shit out of us. Oh my God, dude. That kind of reminds me of um how I commute to work here in Chicago. Uh-huh. On, on the subway. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I've seen shit like that, but never in like a restaurant. So like, that's yeah, it insane. felt like kind of like a New York City common thing. Yeah, that's insane. But even on the subways of New York City, which I live 25 minutes away, I've been there a lot. I haven't seen anything like that. I've seen something not quite like that before on the L here in Chicago. But one time I walked in to a car. It was completely empty except for one woman. So I get in and it smells like human shit. Oh, God. Yeah. So then I look over and this woman's like yelling, like legit yelling. And I noticed there's like these rubber hand grips for people uh-huh. standing, you know? And one of them is completely ripped off. Oh my god. Over there by where she's at. So I'm like, oh fuck. So like at the next stop I get off and switch cars. I would have done the same thing. It's easy to get a new car and fuck that. Yeah, exactly. So like that's the closest I've had to something like that. But yeah, that definitely happened here on the way to do whatever. I've heard that train system is really old, which it's so weird for such a modern city. I mean, Chicago is great, but it also has a lot of flaws. Of course. And yes, the train system's over 100 years old. And they don't do a lot of, uh, um, they do maintenance on it, but nothing that'll like really help the infrastructure. Yeah. Sounds like New York. Yeah. The MTA is supposed to be way worse than the CTA. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like the CTA actually brags about it. They use that as a selling point every time they're late. Oh, my God. They're like, yeah, well, we're not as bad as the MTA. Oh, my God. Then just be on time so you don't have to say that. (laughs) Right? It's like, okay, you're not really helping me. Everybody here lives in Chicago, so it doesn't really help to shit on New York. Um So, um, holy shit, that is definitely a buffet horror story. That's probably the most horror story we'll ever get for that question. I mean, it was 
<laughs> yeah, for real. So uh, we used to ask a slightly different question that always got at, answered the same way. So we've modified this one. Do uh-huh. you think that cotton candy is actually a candy or is it a snack? Uh, my answer would be neither, but because I hate it. But I would go with the snack because I actually love candy and I hate cotton candy. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a multitude of arguments either way, but that's a totally fair one. I also don't think it's candy. So, and as a diabetic, yeah, fuck cotton. Candy. I mean, candy is hard or chewy. Not like dissolving and weird. I mean, there are candies that dissolve after you chew them. Well, that's true. But not just dissolving right away, no. Well, what about like a pixie stick, though? Honestly, I wouldn't classify that as candy. I would just classify that as a weird form of sugar. You know what? I'm going to agree with you on that. That is yeah, just sugar. Like glorified sugar. It's like, oh, it's grape. No, that's just sugar with dye in it. Um, candy has to be, like any candy, like you name it, it has to be chewy or hard at first for me to think it's candy. What about gummies, though? Oh, I guess those are chewy. chewy. Yeah, okay. All right, that's fair. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what mo- which mouse do you prefer, Dead or Mickey? Definitely Mickey. I actually, my favorite genre of music is EDM, but fun fact, Dead Mouse was definitely the worst EDM show I've ever seen. The visuals were amazing, but it was so focused on the visuals that nothing was put into the music. Oh, really? Yeah. We, like... I was less impressed by the music during the show than I was than during the music that I've heard on Spotify. And I don't like either of them. Damn, I like Dead Mouse music. It's too simple for me, I guess. Who are your favorite DJs? Because, like... Uh... <sighs> My favorite EDM artists, Cruella, Hardwell... I like New Cruella a lot more. Um, really? Okay. Yeah, it's a it's like I don't know why people stop trying to listen. Like they've gotten so good. They're from here, in the Chicago area. Oh yeah, I knew that actually. Um, my two all-time favorite EDM artists are definitely Hardwell and Elenium. Okay. I, I also love you. Seven Lions. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Hardwell's dope. I wish that Hardwell would have done another album like United We Are. Yeah, I remember when he dropped that. That's the first EDM album I've ever heard, and probably tied with Awake by Elenium, my favorite EDM album ever. For sure, for sure. How do you feel about old Daft Punk? I don't really know Daft Punk too well. 
Oh, you should go check out their older albums. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I definitely will. I'm down to check out any EDM. Discovery is really good. Homework's really good. Okay. I'll probably honestly do that after this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, or they have a greatest hits collection called Music if you're on a streaming service. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, that's older stuff. It's more like house, uh, new disco, French house type stuff. Okay, yeah. I'm definitely going to check that out in like a minute. (laughs) And, um, I don't know. I don't have a whole bunch of tracks, but if you're on Spotify, you can find, or SoundCloud, under Zach the Rippo, T H A R I P P A. Okay. Some of my uh, songs did some trap, future, big room. You said some of your songs? Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely down to check out like friends' songs. That's pretty damn cool. Yeah, yeah. I used to spin more frequently here in Chicago, but uh, I've definitely produced more music than I've played out uh yeah of course i definitely get to listen to that because why not well thank you always appreciate it yeah Um, so to wrap up here we like to pay tribute to a dead ride and since you're our guest it's going to be your pick so uh, what ride would you like to pay tribute to oh my god i can barely talk about this ride without crying the chi- batman robin the chiller oh so it, it was batman the chiller on in the beginning of 2006 when i went on the second opening week second weekend batman and robin the chiller were dueling barely breaking down I got to ride each side five times and I will never forget every single inch of that track. It like, I remember my ride so vividly and to this day, every time I step in that park, I miss that ride. Was that before they replaced the heartline rolls? Yes. I got to experience heartline rolls and definitely top three inversions I've ever experienced by far. Yeah. It looked like it really whipped through on, and that thing was so ridiculously forceful. Yeah, I'm really jealous because, like, I love Mr. Freeze, like, both those rides. It was Mr. Freeze level. Yeah, like, it looks like that, except, like, if it ran both sides, even if they weren't dueling, just, like, with the added structure, it's cooler. I wonder which, yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, it definitely was so vividly amazing. Nothing else ever looked like it. And Well, the color color contrast, the use of colors. It was so beautiful. Right, like that red and blue contrast to each other, because it was darker shades, but they were definitely well contrast, you know? Mm, There's actually this, my favorite... Roller coaster video period of all time. I don't know if you know who this is. Northeast Coaster. Shout out to Dan Rafferty. Um, yeah, yeah. 
he's one of my absolute best friends in the entire world. When I was in Florida, we hung out weekly and um, he made a Batman and Robin, the chiller tribute video. I don't give a shit that the ride is poor quality. I think he flipped it. I think he recorded it on a flip phone, but the way that he put it together with the pink song that he chose and the way he edited the clips just literally made it like the most emotional video. I know this is so pathetic, but I watch it and I cry every time. Um, no, it's so I mean, like I understand like, uh, like we were talking about with iron wolf being at our home park. It's not like I had that emotional connection to iron wolf, but like if you have a connection in that way, cause like, you know, really at the end of the day, with these rides, it's also about the, you know, the times you're having when you're there at these parks, you know? Yeah, of course. And like, yeah, I even get sad about, ro- like, exactly. I even get sad about Rolling Thunder. Like, I liked it because it was at my home park, but it was not that great. I just, I just loved it, especially since Great Adventure has such a bad history with either replacing her eye with nothing or just replacing it with the shittiest thing ever. Shout out to Batman, the dark Knight. <laughs> hey, well we have one of those here at great America and we lost the whole theater just for the queue. It's better than losing the chillers for it. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, but still I get what you mean. Like they're going to, they're just going to tear shit out to put whatever the fuck they want in. We lost our amazing Dolphin show for a 40 free spin clone. Alright, thanks for listening. And until next week, your, your favorite, favorite coaster. coaster.